understanding authority. We we understand that uh, knowledge eliminates fear, so we're going to understand authority and see how it affects our faith. You have to be under something in order to understand it. So uh, we're going to look at understanding authority. Authority defined in the New Webster Dictionary means, number one, expert. That could be an example of like an expert in the computer field. He is an authority in the computer. Number two, power to influence thoughts or behavior. Now, all authority comes with power, but not all power comes with authority. Uh, let me explain. I have the power to parent uh, your child, but I don't have the authority. You see, so that, that uh, although I have the power, I don't have the authority, so I cannot do that. So all authority comes with power, but not all power comes with authority. Number three, right or freedom granted. Number four, government, persons in command. The Greek uh, definition for the word authority is number one, privilege, force, competency, freedom. Uh, number two, as a token of control, like a potentate, like a king or a magistrate, like a king. Uh, number three, delegated influence, liberty, jurisdiction, or right. Restoration of authority, the beginning of creation. God gave Adam authority. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. We'll begin reading there and read through 28. So number one, we see there, God gave Adam authority. 20, verse 26, God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he them. Male and female create, created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So God gave us dominion over the fish of the sea. God gave it to Adam. Uh, it says here, God gave, uh, made man, and then he gave him dominion, so God gave him the authority. In Genesis chapter 2, let's read 16 through 20. Uh, and the Lord commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge uh, of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that... Let's see. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed the beast of the field, and every fowl of the air, and brought in the, them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and all the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam that was not found, there was not found a helpmeet for him. Now, here he shows his authority by naming uh, that he had given to Adam by having Adam name the animals. Now, you know that if God created the animals, God himself could have named the animals. But God gave that authority to Adam for him, him to um, name the animals. That authority was like God's. That authority was like God's. Psalms 82 verse 6 
says, I have said you are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. We are children of the Most High. And that authority that Adam had was would have been our authority. It's We were made in his image. So the authority that was given to Adam was like God's. Um, we have to realize this because we have more to say about our lives uh, than God. Now, that seems a little uh, blasphemy. What, what that means is that... Um, there are promises and there are principles that God has placed in His Word. He will not uh, uh, alter them one way or another. That's those; they are steadfast, they're unmovable, and we have a lot to say about it. He said, like for example, the wages of sin is death. If we continue to walk in sin, the wages of that, the payday of that, is death. So that's what I mean. You know, we have that choice. You know, in Deuteronomy, he tells us that He has placed before us blessing and cursing, good and bad you know choose good choose blessing but and he even tells us what to choose but the bottom line is he he's given that choice to us okay let me let me say something here i i uh, told you that there was a difference between authority and power and that difference is power is the ability and might and authority is a delegated power i thought that was important that i, I should bring that up so you know the authority that god had given adam is a delegated power because so God had the power the ability the might to name the animals but then he gave that authority over to to Adam he delegated that authority okay that's why I say you know I have the power the might the ability to be a parent to your child uh, but I don't have that delegated a power I don't have it's not delegated to me so that's the difference okay Number two here, Adam forfeits or lost his authority to Satan. Adam forfeits or lost his authority. Uh, uh, lost is another way of saying forfeits his authority to, to Satan. If you'll turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. It says, In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, least the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. The God of this world, it's a little g, but it's talking about Satan. He's the one that blinds us, or blinds those that, that won't believe. So, so that authority, he has that delegated power to do that. You know, not that um, Adam, he, and he took that delegated power and he has uh, perverted it okay God didn't give Adam the power or he wasn't delegating him the authority to be mean or or crooked I, I don't mean that but Satan it has perverted that power okay uh, Genesis 2 uh, and 17 we've already read that where where he uh, told him not to eat of the the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat it for the day that thou eatest and thereof thou shalt surely die. Um, uh, chapter 3 of Genesis, verses 6 through 15. Genesis 3, verse 6 through 15. And when the woman saw that the tree was for good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took the fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. 
And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee thou, art, thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest to me to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Uh, the man blames the woman, the woman blames the devil. The bottom line is they didn't do what they were commanded to, and that is simply do not eat. They had a choice there to obey or not to obey. Now, because Eve was deceived, uh, it wasn't as if she just rebelled. But Adam, he knew he wasn't deceived. He just did it because the woman did it. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed with all, above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go and durst shalt thou eat all the days of thy life and I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed it shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel just because um, he beguiled the, he, he deceived the woman that's why she's going to get him in the end and unto the woman he said I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception and it goes on to, to see what Adam was has to do and she has to do but the point that I'm trying to make here is that Adam forfeited he lost his authority to Satan so that's why we can say the God of this world the little g because he is the God of this world okay Luke chapter 4 verses um, 5 through 8 Luke chapter 4 verses 5 through 8 Satan tempts Jesus in the wilderness Okay. Now look what he look what he, we're going to read that he tempts him with. Uh, verses five through eight. He, you know, and he uh, the first part of those verses tell us um, that Jesus being full of the Holy Ghost and some of the things that other things uh, that he had tempted him with uh, bread was being one of them because he had been on a fast. But verse five says, and the devil taking him talking about Jesus up into a high mountain showed unto him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time and the devil said unto him all this power will I give thee and the glory of them for that is delivered unto me see there it is that that was delivered unto him by Adam and to whomsoever I will I give it if thou therefore wilt worship me uh, all shall be thine you know, if it fall down before him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now notice what he was tempted. He was saying that he had all the power. He had the power to give it to anyone, which he does, because it was forfeited to him. However, you know, you can't trust anything the devil says. And if you're going to get the power for this world to live in this world and so give it through the right sources a righteous source of power which is the Lord Jesus and Jesus knew that and um, he didn't uh, he didn't accept it one thing anytime the devil tells us talks to us we need to say be as quick as Jesus and get thee behind me Satan 
because there's no truth in him. He tells a partial truth, but partial truth is a lie. Okay, believer's authority restored. Number one, Jesus was born as a man. Jesus was born as a man. Your legal right here on earth is two births. Your physical birth and your spiritual birth. So we have two births here that make us legal on, on earth. Our legal right is, is the birth of a physical body and is the the birth of a spiritual birth. We have no say so over our spiritual, I mean our physical birth, but we do have say so over our spiritual birth. That's that's through accepting Jesus as our savior. So Jesus was born as a man. Now Luke 1 uh, verses 26 through 38, I'm not going to read that, but I encourage you to. This is where the angel of the Lord appeared unto Mary to tell her that she was to have a son. She would It would be a virgin birth and his name would be Jesus. And read that, but notice she accepted the assignment because she accepted the assignment. She accepted the call that had come forth. Uh, that's where Jesus was born as a man. Uh, two, Jesus stood on the earth in righteous authority. In righteous authority. See, the devil has authority here on earth, but it came through deception. It came through the deceiving of Eve and uh, to gain it. And it is unrighteous authority, although it's rightfully his because he, uh, Adam sinned and disobeyed God, so he forfeited, he lost it to Satan. But it is unrighteous authority because he tricked him, he, he deceived him, deceived Adam, I mean Eve. So um, it's unrighteous authority. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. He will bring that into pass. But his righteousness, Jesus stood on earth in righteous authority, not on his, his own, um, having deceived for it. Colossians 2.15 tells us, And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphantly over them. So we see here that Jesus stood on earth on earth in righteous authority we know that the devil has authority it's unrighteous authority it came through the spirit of rebellion if you have to rebel have a, a spirit of rebellion of righteous authority you know uh, it's not going to benefit you put it that way uh, number three here Jesus authority is delegated to the believer Jesus authority is delegated to the believer. Matthew 16, 19, I will give unto thee the kingdoms, the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. He delegated his authority to us. Okay. Uh, Matthew 18, 19 tells us if any two of you agree upon earth as touching anything shall be given unto you. Turn to Turn to Matthew chapter 18. We'll go ahead and read that. Matthew 18, 18 and 19. 
Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, whatsoever ye loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Okay. Again I say that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. So we just need to agree based upon the word of God what he would have us to uh, agree on its art. Turn to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. We're talking about Jesus has delegated his authority to the believer. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now he's not talking about us having the power just to go uh, pick up a serpent and pick up a scorpion and and um, it won't hurt us. He didn't mean that at all. Uh, he means if we should come into contact with them, we, we should have, he's given us the power over them. It reminds me of a story I just heard where a lady was walking along the street and she saw a snake in the story. Uh, the snake uh, says, oh, can you pick me up? I'm cold. I'm cold. I'm not going to pick you up. You're just, you're a snake. I'm not going to pick you up. I said, yeah, but I'm cold and you're all warm. Can't you help me? So then the woman decides, well, what harm can he do? He's cold. So she sticks him in his, she sticks the snake in her coat pocket and, and warms the snake and, and um, everything, everything goes on well for a while. Then he said, then, then eventually the snake bites her. And she says, why did you bite me? I helped you and, and, and I, I made, took care of you and got you warm when you were cold and you were in need of help. And the, the uh, uh, snake says, you knew what I was when I picked you up. And see, that's what we need to understand about the devil. That we know who he is. And that's why we need to be quick to say, get behind me, Satan, when he starts talking to us about things and trying to cause strife in our life. We need to, to be quickly to rebuke him. Because, you know, you can't, you can't play games with the devil. And you can't, the devil's a liar and he can promise you the moon but give you nothing. Okay, because he, he can't fulfill it. And what he could fulfill, he's not about to give to you. He, he, he hates mankind. Because he knows that mankind is what's going to, you know, it's through the man, the man Christ Jesus that he was overtaken. And that's through that same power is what we have to overcome him. So just, just keep that in mind. So Mark 16, 19. Uh, so then after the Lord had spoken uh, unto them, he was received up in heaven and sat on the right hand of God. He's talking about no deadly uh, sick thing uh, shall touch you. And he was received in heaven. So what did he do when he was received in heaven? He left us as his representative.